one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hi, welcome to the Guinea Pig. I'm Dr. Mariam Zamani, an oculoplastic surgeon and aesthetic doctor. And I'm Fiona Golfa, a writer and journalist. I'm no stranger to a cosmetic procedure, and I'm willing to try pretty much anything. Which is why I'm here to make sure Fiona and anyone else that's out there considering a treatment to help make a better informed decision safely and to try and collect as much information as they can. Every fortnight, this podcast comes to you from Mariam's Clinic in Chelsea. If you're looking for an honest, no-holds-barred approach to invasive and non-invasive cosmetic surgery, then the guinea pig is here to help you. Hi, everyone. We're back for another episode of The Guinea Pig. And at the time of record, Fee and I are gearing up for our summer holidays. That's right. So we thought we'd turn our attention to being beach-ready. Oh, my God. Yeah. Things that I'm going to be doing to get myself beach-ready this season you've already done um well i've done some of them thanks to you mariam so for the first time ever i had botox injected under my armpits which i'd heard about but i'd never tried and i was a bit worried that if i did botox my armpits that i'd have smelly shoulders or something (laughs) like does it come out the back or something so for those of you out there who don't know botulinum toxin can be used for lots of different reasons not just the crow's feet or the lines the number 11 lines in between your eyebrows but there's hundreds and hundreds of application uses for botulinum toxin and one of them is for something called axillary hyperhidrosis and that's just a really big word for sweaty underarms so people who suffer from you know if you're wearing a white blouse or a t-shirt and you see ring marks it can be really embarrassing and make one feel very self-conscious. And so the use of botulinum toxin, I use that word because Botox is a specific type of botulinum toxin, but botulinum toxin can be used to decrease the amount of sweat secretion from the underarms. And basically there's a lot of different ways that we can decrease sweat. So one is like aluminum salts, two, uh, you can actually take oral medication which would also function to decrease the secretion of sweat. I mean, I think it's pretty uh, excessive, but you could have local excision of the sweat glands where you remove some of the, um, they're called acrine sweat glands. So you can actually surgically remove them. That can't be good for you, though, well, there's I mean, a lot you've of, got to sweat from somewhere, well, haven't you? It, you know, interestingly enough, everybody always worries about that, but your whole body is covered in 
these glands. And so just because you remove some in one area doesn't mean that you're not going to sweat. So you're just going That's to have a little so bit. interesting because I always thought, although I'd never tried it, but when I tried it, I did think, you know, what happens? Where's my sweat going? No, it's not. It's not that you're not secreting uh, the sweat anymore. It's just you're not secreting it from that area anymore. And will I secrete more from other areas? Uh, it would be minimally because it would probably be dispersed. Anything that would be, it would be minimally visible. It's not like you would see all of a sudden trickling down the yeah, back of my no, knee or something. Or, no, <laughs> not nothing like that. It would it would be more evenly dispersed. But no. Then there is something that I did not know about, but you could do endoscopic transthoracic sympathothectomy, which is um, to use electrocautery to de- destroy, um, yes, exactly, to destroy uh, some of the fibers that create the secretion of sweat. And it has a very high success rate, but you know there's a lot of complications with that, and I think that's very excessive. I'm not so doing that. Then there's um, botulinum toxin, which is blocks the release of sweat, um, the secretion of sweat, by blocking the release of something called acetylcholine. And it's basically small interdermal injections into the underarms, into the, each of the axillas, and it has a reduction in most people in the high or mid-90s. So a very high success rate for people and it can last anywhere between four and eight months. I mean, most people are, it's closer to about, you know, six to seven months. So but it, it gets you very through the summer. High, yes. Yeah. It gets you through half the year. I mean, if you're somebody who actually, and you know, there's different levels of axillary hyperhidrosis. So there are some people who just don't want to have any sweating during the summer because it, they think it, in, you know, it's just not attractive. They don't want to have, you know, armpits yeah. marks or anything yeah. like that. But then there are others who really have significant amounts of sweating. Yeah. And it can, you know, you sometimes you meet them, they can be pouring sweat I know, exactly. I, somebody is so clearly in my mind right now <laughs> really or like you know their hands their yes. feet i have a lot of younger hands are not yes, great. Um, it's you know you could use botulinum toxin in those area palms of the feet so that's it's a really nice treatment to help it's you know it takes a few few minutes to do it takes a couple of days to kick in and it can make you feel relatively stress-free for the summer and give you more confidence and let you wear you know different things that you might not wear and be a little bit less self-conscious during those warmer months so i came to see you i think about two weeks ago yes and you put about six small injections into each armpit so i do it based on the size of the area i don't remember Huge. exactly they were <laughs> no. no but i've got actually you know I'm, it, they're not hideous but they're not tiny weeny little pretty armpits i've got you know i'm a big girl with a big old armpit and Oh, no, but I'm, okay, I'm a normal size. Yes, you're I'm normal, an average but like, size yes. woman, but they're so, not, you know, but it's not really the, armpits, it's, it's really the quantity of the botulinum toxin that's been injected. So there are different kinds of botulinum toxin. Okay. There's Botox, there's Dysport, there's Azalor. So it's what did basically, you put in me? I use Botox in you and, um, in a kind of a circle around my armpit. I did. But, you know, interestingly, there are a few other things out on the market. I've been hearing about Miradry, for instance, which is a new product that was FDA approved in America, which means it had gone through some stringent testing in 2015 to help eliminate underarm hair and odor glands. So they found in these patients that sweat decreased for wow. 90% of patients at, a, at about 82%. So that's actually pretty high. And it's a different sort of way. So botulinum toxin is a series of injections. This is using microwave, non-invasive microwave treatment to preferentially target the area under the skin where sweat glands reside. And so 
it's basically very localized thermolysis, which means it's using heat and energy to, to destroy or decompose by heat the, those sweat glands. There's been a lot of procedures, you know, about 6,000 of these to date uh, that I read about. And it's kind of an interesting option out there. It, the difference between that is usually you have two procedures three months apart from each other and you can have few, a few side effects. So you can have a little bit of swelling, redness, tenderness, numbness and tingling, and that can actually last anywhere from one to six to seven weeks. So it's not without potential downside, but initially... Certainly not if you're about to go... Because I had laser under my arms a few years ago and the hair never came back. No. So, and I'm fair. So that was already kind of a plus. Yes. And then this, I must say, with the Botox that you injected within a, three or four days, you, I really stopped. noticed that it stopped. And I was curious as to whether that I don't get a huge amount of body odor, but you know, there are times where I get some body odor and it's still there very mildly occasionally in the same way that it would be. And I still use deodorant. Interesting. So, so basically, you, you wouldn't normally have with botulinum toxin, you wouldn't have a compensatory sweating, you know, elsewhere. But I think odor comes from a combination of things. It's a, it's a combination of a little bit of, of sweat in conjunction with you know, skin flora, like uh, different types of bacteria that sit on the skin and mm. any pollutants in the air, in that region as well. So, and hormones can affect that as well. So it's, it's really more of a composition or a compilation of different things coming together sort of to, to create the, the odor as opposed to just sweating. So the mirror dry is what it, that's what it was initially made for mm. was to, to take away the odor aspect of it i haven't tried it i've seen it at conferences but uh, i just thought it was interesting i think it is a little bit more something people have to you know you have to have thought about it in advance so if you want to be dry for the summer for instance then you need to think about this probably closer to january february so you have enough time to get in the treatment yes and and maybe you might need some top-ups and i think that's really a very expensive i do believe it is expensive i think it costs a few thousand pounds to do for instance and whereas the botox would cost, would cost about anywhere between you know six and eight hundred pounds yeah. so you know it's it's more of an investment but if, it, if you end up being one of the statistics where it works then you know then you have a longer term and with wedding. the hands which i also have i mean in the summer my hands definitely get quite yes. sort of uh, clammy, one of my favorite words, but I think you clammy said is different. So uh, yes, well, okay, you could feel always my do hand. What, how would you describe that? Clammy uh, yes, or sweaty? No, uh, no, I wouldn't describe that as one of those really kind of horrible handshakes. I no. don't want to be the person with the you're you know, not you shake their hands and it's like you've just met a fish. You know, uh, but you no, know, but actually, I have patients who've come in. You know, they can be young, they can mm. be in their teens, and literally, they, there's sweat, you know, dripping mm. from their hands, and so that's really debilitating. They don't want to. No, it's horrible. They don't and it want really bad message unfortunately it does does because people also think that you're nervous all the time or you've done perhaps drugs or you know like something silly Um, but you know so it's it's actually a a very um unfortunately connotations you know for and very uh debilitating can be very debilitating and so you can actually put it's a little bit more uncomfortable so in the um axilla or the underarms it's it's you know it takes a few seconds and it's not that bad in the hand because the skin is thicker in this area it is i usually use numbing cream in that area and i might have them sit with it for about 10 15 minutes because it is a little bit more uncomfortable and is that something that people commonly come to you for it's not common but yes i do have and i have a lot of uh it's oftentimes uh, 
teenagers with their with their parents. Funny enough, I, yes. Um, and they say, you know, for instance, they complain uh, on their hands and their feet, but at least the feet, they say, you know what, if I'm wearing socks, no one really notices. But a hand, you walk into a room, you want to yes, shake somebody's to hand. Yes, it's very... And is it, when you say teenagers, so is that something that passes? It can pass. It can, it can be hereditary. It cannot pass. So it, it doesn't necessarily... All of these conditions can be waxing and waning uh so a lot of people because he was too sweaty oh no and you know a lot of men also come in i do it sometimes even on the forehead and Mm. the scalp for Mm. men who have less hair so if they do sweat it it's much more noticeable and i can use some botulinum toxin in that area if he'd known you the whole course of my history (laughs) might have been different. different yeah but I literally had to leave him because he was too sweaty. I know that makes me a terrible shallow person, but it kind of was just. But like, but that know, but see that's where shower. you're showing that's where you're showing how it can be so disruptive yeah. to the, your poor ex boyfriend, yeah. for instance. Yeah. And then there is another treatment that uh, the clinic where I am right now we used to use quite frequently, which is called iontophoresis, which is you can use on your hands and feet. It's been around since the 1940s and has a has a good uh, success rate in about 80 to 90 people, and that's where you use a mild electric current that's passed through water and then through the skin surface. So you immerse your hands or your feet. So it's only good for those parts so of the body the that you can do yeah, okay. for about 15 to 40 minutes, three times a week until you've achieved the desired result. And you just maintain it whenever you feel that the sweating has come back. Um, obviously, this is not something that you could use if you're pregnant, if you have a pacemaker, maker, um, metal implant, or you know you can't wear jewelry. Anybody with these no, bracelets Nor can you have are. Botox if you're pregnant, though. Can you? No, I mean, you, you can't have. You, you actually shouldn't be doing any, any aesthetic treatment. So if you're pregnant, just switch off. Basically, <laughs> enjoy. <shows> you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can think about what you might want to do after you're yeah. done. That's that's the beauty of. We have uh, other products to talk about <laughs> for you pregnant. Ladies out there, but yeah. but I think actually botulinum toxin is a very effective way to diminish the amount of sweating in the in the targeted area, whether it's the hands, the feet, the underarms. I've done in the groin before, um, in the in the forehead, in the scalp itself. Really? Um, so it's it's a very nice treatment. Um, you know, it's relatively quick. It doesn't have much downside to it. Okay, so what else are we doing for the summer? We've been testing all um, some fake tans. Oh, yes. And that's been very exciting. I've never heard Mariam as excited as when she tried out a very old friend of mine, Amanda Harrington's new product. Who we're going to ask to come on the show, actually. She's created. So she, I've also met her too before. So she used to very kindly come to my house and paint and sculpt my body with fake tan. So it was quite, it was back in the days when I actually had some free time for to indulge in such a luxury as that. But that was many, many moons ago, actually. I think it was probably it's close still, to eight. It's, her eight company to, still it is. exists. Yes. It's called Impala. And it's a great, it's a great, you can look it up and you can book somebody to come around and give you a fake tan. And what it does is it just gives you much more kind of natural looking. It's brilliant. Her, um, her technique is brilliant. Her technique is brilliant. Her product is brilliant. We've both tried it and we both love it. And we love it so much that she's going to come on the show and talk about what makes it stand out. But... We also looked at a product called All Even for those of you who don't want to have a leave-on tan. Uh, yeah. So, so Amanda Harrington's tan is a very easy and orchestrated system of tanning that can be used by even the dumbest. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, the most. So, I, just as a 
backup. I'm a very low maintenance person. And so I'm not a big makeup person. Using applications with brushes are generally very difficult for me. But Amanda's tan was painless smellless and my husband usually you know wants to go sleep in the guest room the nights that I have a fake tan because of the the odor that's associated with it and even after I showered the next day on my nice white towels I did not yeah. have brown on them which I thought was really important it's so very unsmelly and both of us found that we could do it in about 10 minutes yes. the whole body which is unbelievable it is you know, the kit comes with gloves but so then that's one option is a, is an actual fake tan that gradually becomes stronger with use and you can repeat it. The second is the one that Fee used, uh, all even. Um, What's interesting about this is it's not really, it's not a, it's not a fake tan, but it's, it's, it's tan color. And unlike Mariam, who has very even colored skin, I have skin. So the top of my arms have got a lot of blotchy color on them. My legs, actually, I've always, you know, since I was at school, I've been, the, I was the one with the blotchy skin. And so if I do want to wear a sleeveless dress or get my legs out for the summer, one of the things that disturbs me is about sort of like the red blotches and the, and the color patching that I have on my body. So all even is perfect for me because it's a, it's a hydrated, tinted protection that goes on the body. I mean, I tell you, it's so good that it's what Beyonce wears on her body when she's on stage. You, there's a, there's a sort of, um, there's a body serum that you put on, which is lovely. And it's got a very nice light smell. There's a face airbrush foundation that you can use, but the body, um, it's sort of very, very, very light body foundation, but it completely evens out your skin. And even more amazingly, it kind of doesn't come off on your clothes. It doesn't come off on your sheets. You know, you can go out wearing it. You get this very, very even light, beautiful color. It comes in a few colors. Um, even finish on your skin and it's kind of great because I mean I had to again because I'm not used to using stuff like that I think it's very worth worthwhile giving yourself a practice go before don't put it on just before you go out because I had to figure out you know how to get my arms up in the air and sort of get, get the back of my heart arms to, and get to, to this heart, heart and you know can I smush it in but I found it very easy to use it comes out in like a very very fine mist and it lands very evenly on the body and I think if you don't like fake tan but you want to have a very even glowy look I can't wait to try it it's a great alternative and then I also wanted to mention a favorite of mine uh, all time favorite which has SPF in it. It is called Tan Cream. It's a body, uh, as opposed to these other two that we were mentioning that are both for face and body. Tan Cream is a sun protection with an SPF of 50. So it's a very high coverage from UVA and UVB, but it's also an instant bronzer and self-tanning. So I use this all in the summertime on my body. Um, so it not only protects me from the sun, but it gives me a gentle glow. And so I haven't had any problems. at the beginning or the end of the day when you... No, no, no. So I... I mean, the first thing I do in the morning in the summertime, if I'm on a holiday, is after I wash my face, I put SPF on. I mean, it's I put vitamin C on my face and then I put SPF on, and on my body I put SPF as well. So we'll talk about this a little bit later too about the different kinds of SPF that we're are out there. We're going to do a big. We're going to do a big SPF mm-hmm. as we, as you know, it's a big subject. It's at a the big, moment. big topic. So there are different kinds. Just as a little preview, there are different kinds of SPF out on the market. There's a physical protections, and then there's chemical protection, and and 
physical is the one, you know, you think about like wearing a UV shirt. It's the one that makes you really white. It reflects light. Whereas the chemical one is something that actually has to sit in your skin for a few minutes. And that's why sometimes sun protection says you must wear 20 minutes before going out into the sun because it actually has to absorb into the skin before it can then uh, absorb the UV rays. So there are different kinds of sun protection out there. Um, a lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But the first thing that I do is I put this sort of SPF on. So it does give me a little bit of color and it's an instant bronzer. And because not all fake tans have got SPF in them. Most of them don't. Most of them don't. It's also worth asking a couple of kind of questions that people ask me about fake tan are, you know, how long do they last? I think Amanda's safely, we can say that it can last sort of very, very well for about up to about eight to 10 days. Um, she does or, say she does say that you can reapply as needed. Yeah. So using she the nice thing is it comes with a, a sort of primer moisturizer prior to putting it on and which using builds that, up, yeah. in which builds up and then you can continue using that to help elongate the tan. I think it um, it the eight to ten days it really varies on your own. Um, how often you yeah uh, you know how 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 much you exercise how much often you, sweat. you yes <laughs> how much you sweat and also what other activities you do so for instance if you take a oil bath every night and um, you scrub mm. yourself with you know exfoliants uh, or you're at the gym you know rubbing your face or your body with a towel because you're sweating so much all of those obviously impact how long a fake tan uh, goes on. I, I, I think my tans last a little bit less long than yes. eight days, but that's okay because I like to also have like newly well, clean provides, exfoliated she's skin. She's also done a really beautiful kind of body care range that, that kind of goes along with this, with her fake tan. So there's a great body scrub in there. So you can really, you know, you can scrub a lot, a lot of it'll come off. What I love about having it at home and not having to rely on somebody to come around is that things like my hands and my feet are always the first for it to come off so you know you wash your hands all the time you wash your feet there's a different spray for the face so i reapply just a really really light Light. amount her brushes are divine divine the brushes that you put it on with or if you want to maybe shade your calf or different parts of your body it's really really little high tech for me we need to have some classes i I would never be able to shade in my body and i can't wait to have her on so she's great and all even also you know you can go on instagram you can see how to that's what's so brilliant about all of these products but the great thing about all even is you can go out looking completely as they say on the bottle all even you can even fall into bed drunk and not wash it off but it comes off in the shower the next day so it's great You're so this gonna... one i haven't tried is that will this one uh stain my white sheets no, if i that's go to bed what's unbelievable I, about it. you know if i don't shower before yes, I go and to bed? for those of you who are going home you know 
you never know how lucky you can get in a night out wearing all even, is that it's not going to, you know, it's not going to come off on the sheet. So you can be perfect to his eyes all night. Um, but it's got, you know, it's got little touch-up bits for, for oh, nice. uh, if you have, um, you know, like a concealer treatment. It's got, it's a very, very well-considered range as well and very, very easy to use. The thinking about giving your skin as good a glow as you can possibly get before you put these products on. And I think both Oliven and Amanda Harrington have thought about the kind of the, the quality and the glow and the moisture of the skin before you apply this fake tan. I just think fake tans have come so far. Um, well, they have gone so far because, as you know, I mean, we know how damaging the UV rays are for our skin in terms of skin cancer and in terms of aging. So, you know, while we need it for for also we do need some suns for for skin health and body health and and general generalized yeah. mental health, well-being <laughs> we need to also protect our skin and so in certain cultures having a tan is uh, is really quite nice so the thing about fake tans is that don't you remember that when fake tans were first around we used to go to these places on a sort of we used to go to and stand in a cubicle in that like kind of tans. bond like a tan sometimes. place <laughs> and we'd stand like when you're going through passport control with your yes, hands, hands up, up and hands back and so I went with lift my lift up one breast lift, lift up, up one, the other one just sort of well, hold your hands cheeks. up hoping your breasts would do it for you and then you'd come out and, and, and try not to touch anything for about 12 hours and I used to go to this place in West London and I was with my really great friend Sky, who I'm going to name and shame and we went to this we went to this tanning place and we booked kind of double and so what um, you're tanning together so we were going to tan one after the other going to the cubicle and the thing about sky is that she is the most modest person i've ever met in my life and even though i've known her for 400 years i've never seen her with her clothes off and we have been on holidays had children together you know spent spent weekends i take my clothes off at the drop of a hat i'd walk down to the corner shop to buy a packet of you know crisps start naked i don't think twice about it always walking around naked and sky i've never seen without her clothes on so it's kind of a joke between us that she's so modest and i'm so immodest anyway we check in for this double bill of of self-tan and i go in first and i uh stand in that position i've got the arms up and then i turn around and the arms are up and i do me and i come out and i have to turn my back while sky drops her towel and she goes into the next cubicle to get her tan and suddenly i hear this screaming because in between the two tans we hadn't realized that they somebody clean. else went in no they clean it with detergent right so she's suddenly been coated in you know fairy liquid or whatever it's it's spraying to clean so she hurls herself out of the tanning oh room my God. screaming and covered in foaming foaming um, cleaner cleaning products and I'm hysterical laughing because I've seen her naked for the first time <laughs> right and I was like if that's what it took and she's like so mortified you were worried about her burning her not skin remotely. off remotely all the, uh... she worried about was me seeing her naked and Aww. she's scrabbling after that. I was crying laughing anyway. that's my favourite um, did she end up having the fake tan she always ends up having a fake tan that one <laughs> yeah she ended up having her fake tan but I don't think we've ever laughed so much together as when she came out covered in sort of fairy liquid and bubbles because because she got the detergent instead of that the, is so hilarious so so we've come a long way actually say, you know you world. say that that's a long time ago but i have a really lovely girl if i really feel like i need a you know a quick little tan i whatsapp sophie and she's over with her you know little tent she comes into my bathroom she pitches it up and she gives me a nice little refresh i don't do it very often because i i don't 
think of it in enough time. I have to think of it, you know, two days before something important as opposed to the half an hour before I'm about to leave. So, but once in a while she'll come over and I still stand in that tent with my hands up in the air and my daughter yes, comes in. Yes, doing that. Mommy, what are you doing? I would Why say is there a the tent only thing that is, that is tricky about DIY self-tanning, and I spoke to Amanda and we'll speak to her more about this, is that um, I can't get my hands down, you know, doing my back is tricky. So unless you've got, you can, you, you can master all those sort of yoga positions where you can get a hand up and a hand funny down enough, in mid-back. And she's developing a brush. But funny enough, if you brush. ever look at the back of your, I mean, if you, if you took a picture of the back of your back and you compared it to, for instance, your face or your arms, they're not always the same color. So, for instance, when I used her tan, my back was not... Uh, I am quite ambidextrous and I can reach in all kinds of, you know, I'm also double jointed so I can reach quite a lot. Mine blended in quite nicely mm. despite the fact that I obviously didn't have somebody else applying the product on my back. But I think knowing that you can get a long brush to help apply it makes a big difference as well. If and you need a three-way mirror or something as you, like that. Just to yeah. get down the back bit. A couple of other things that I thought I might like to guinea pig before the summer is those irritating bits of sort of whilst... I'm trying to get my body into beach shape, which, I mean, let's face it, it's never really going to happen. But, you know, you start thinking about these things, and you think, I want to get in shape for summer, and every magazine and everything you see is telling you to. There was a moment where I thought about having liposuction on my hips and on my kind of back boobs, which I've discussed before, not favourite part of my body. And I went to see a, a doctor, and it was quite interesting, because although I do have some fat on my hips, and I do have some fat around the back of my armpits, what I thought was my kind of waist fat and back fat and, you know, the hand Bra fat, that, you know, that if you can pinch an inch, well, I can, you know, I can pinch a lot more than an inch. But he took a handful of my waist in his hands and he said, this isn't fat, this is your skin. And as we've said before, and as I said, I'm 57, you know, it's my skin is not as tight as it once was. So I was, I was partly quite kind of shocked and also a little bit relieved to know that I wasn't, it's not all fat. You know, some of it is just skin and that's fine. I can accept that. But I am going to go and try some cool sculpting. So the cool sculpting is, um, uh, yes, me. I think it's a great way to get rid of uh, stubborn little pockets of stubborn fat. So it doesn't necessarily tighten skin, although some people may disagree with that comment it's mainly for fat reduction so it's a cryolysis which means it's freezing the fat and then that fat is then destroyed and then slowly gets absorbed through the body and you no longer have that fat so like like liposuction once you've removed the fat cell the fat cell does not come back it right. only uh you can only get bigger in other fat cells but not in the ones that, that you can't increase the number of fat cells that you have so i think like it would be a, what what about your ankles well just like if i get if i lose the fat on my hips am i going to get fat ankles I would hope not. But, you know, it, it is true that if you do lose fat in certain areas, if you take large quantities of, if you do large quantities of liposuction and then you gain a large amount of Come weight, uh, you will still, the fat that you, you can't take away all the fat. So some of the fat that's there will get larger. It's called hypertrophy, but you can get disproportionate fat yeah. accumulation in a place that perhaps you wouldn't yeah. have had before. Well, I know this because as we've discussed, I've had a tummy tuck. And so I don't, when I do put on a few pounds, I don't put it on in my tummy. I put it on maybe a little bit in my upper tummy, mm. in my under my breasts, and I can put it on in my back, my hips. So the weight goes disproportionately. To a different place. Yes, That's exactly what you're different. saying. 
So I'm excited for you to try that too. How many treatments generally do you have of, of something like cool sculpting? You can have anywhere from one to three, and then you might want to top up. It depends. It is dependent, in my opinion, on the person who's administering it and and how your body reacts. So, okay, uh, where are you going to send me? I'm going to send you to Maluchi, London. Oy, excited? I can't wait. I am excited, actually. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. We're going to be back in two weeks' time. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Guinea Pig Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. The Guinea Pig provides unbiased information to those who may be considering cosmetic surgery or even trialing a non-invasive treatment or product. We do not endorse the use of any product or procedure featured in this podcast and are not responsible for the outcome of any of the treatments featured on this podcast or damage caused in connection with any treatments or products. Should you decide to try any of the procedures, treatments or products mentioned in any episode of The Guinea Pig, you do so at your own risk. Always consult an independent and fully qualified medical professional if you are considering embarking on a medical procedure, irrespective of whether it's an invasive or non-invasive procedure.